Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Daddy's Home with your host, Stephen Shear. Man, I was fucking enjoying that intro. That intro was fire. I'm not going to lie. I Why would I shit on myself? I don't think it's that good because it's fun. It's fine in this society, in this day and age. It's okay to be humble and just be like, nah, it's not that good. Nah, that shit is fire. That shit's tight. I have confidence in that beat. That's three years of hard fucking work, sharpening the sword, trying to get better at producing. And I'm proud of that, alright? I'm also proud of this. I'm proud of the podcast, taking it to another level. Uh, we are now on Apple and Spotify. I said we are now on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> Feels good to finally get that. All I had to do is get a hosting thing. It's not difficult, but you have to get approved. But it's cool that I got approved. So I'm on there. No longer on SoundCloud. I tried posting my last episodes on SoundCloud and I ran out of credit, I think, or songs to, po- to post. The amount of songs I'm allowed to post. And they wanted me to get a premium account. And I was like, nah, fuck that. We're not just here for SoundCloud. I'm not no jumper, okay? No disrespect to Adam22, but I'm not I'm not here just for SoundCloud, all right? I'm here for the whole enchilada, doggy. <sighs> Hope everyone had a good New Year. Good holiday so far. I know Rona's been ravaging our assholes left and right. Because once my girlfriend got sick, uh, well, she got better, my dad got sick. And then... I, my whole family got sick. We were all in the house sick. I hung up my girlfriend Christmas Day, and then maybe two days later, my dad, like a day later or so, my dad tested positive, and I was just like, I ran out of the house thinking I I didn't catch it. I'm like, I'm young, I'm healthy, I didn't catch this shit. Two days later, I had a spiked fever. (laughs) My girlfriend was like, you were really hot last night. I was like, I don't feel good. <laughs> and I went to work the next day. And I went to work that night. I went to work. Okay, hold on. Let me explain this. Uh, Monday, I went to work. I found out my dad tested positive Sunday. I went to work that Monday. Because I didn't have any symptoms yet, but I felt something was coming. And it was a, a gray-ass day outside, so it felt like something was just looming in the air. And I tested negative that night on one of those bullshit-ass home tests. So I went to work. Uh, I didn't go into work the next day because I had a spiked fever. I had, like, a, a, a fever, chills, aches, all the bullshit. Still fucked. I'm impressed with myself. I'm really happy about that, but... That was, <laughs> that was like, the last time I had sex, and I have... <laughs> I honestly didn't even process that. <laughs> Just locked in the house. So, I went to work that week, and I, I'm pretty sure I went to work with with the Rona. <laughs> That's how badly I have to work. I went to work with the Rona. <laughs> and I was like, I tested negative, so I'm fine. And I'm like, I'm struggling through work. I mean, sweating my ass off, like, just in the most uncomfortable. And But somehow, I still felt fine. I don't know. It was weird. I had symptoms, but... I was still able to to, to manage because I just had to. And then it got the best of me New Year's Eve. But before we can get to New Year's Eve, work was insane. I'll repeat, work was fucking insane. Okay? 
there's this crazy Russian guy in our office, and uh, he was in the Russian military, and people think someone, like, okay, so he's in the Russian, he was in the Russian military, had a wife, I think, cheated on her, and then with the, he was cheating on her, and he had kids, I think, too, and the wife found out, and she left him, and then the girlfriend found out he was married, and she left him, <laughs> and he had all the while, while being at the post office, uh, so... He's been on a steady decline ever since. That was bef- before I even knew him. I just heard those stories in passing, but like, I'm just trying to give you backstory to what led him here. So he's been having these freakouts at work. I mean, not taking his medication and just bug and like throwing shit. He's fucking petrifying. It's like, fr- he's like Frankenstein. You just tell him what route to go to, and he does it, and hopefully he doesn't hurt anybody. So, uh, I'm at work. And earlier in the day, he's slamming trays and shit and, like, slamming doors. And he's scaring people. What No one wants to do anything about it. So, uh, I get a text on my scanner later in the day saying, Steven, go to Route 1. Mm. Steven, go to Route 1. Uh, on Ocean Avenue. Go to Ocean Avenue on Route 1 because his truck broke down. I pull up. My boss pulls up as well. This guy is walking from somewhere. He's smoking a cigarette, right? And, uh, he, he's giving the landscaper the finger and, like, flicking a cigarette at him and cursing at him and rushing the guy. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck's your problem? So, like, we're showing up to a scene already. And I'm just watching this. You're just taking a moment and you're like, this is insane. And it gets crazier. So the guy flicks a cigarette. The, the man, the mailman, he flicks a cigarette and, uh, gives him the finger, starts cursing at him and rushing. The guy's like, fuck you. What the fuck are you going to do about it? And... The mailman takes his jacket off, throws his jacket, throws his glasses, throws his scanner, and he starts chasing after the dude and, like, squaring up with him, and my boss has to get in the middle of them, and we're just watching this go down. Like, I'm just watching this happen. And it was a real bonding moment for me and my boss, because it's like, who knew I, him, and, him and I would have that moment forever? Together. The landscaper went home that night and was like, you'll never believe what the fuck happened. And I spoke to the landscaper after, and he was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? And I'm like, trust me, you're not the first. And he's he petrifies everyone on his route, and he's like, you can really hurt somebody. I was like, listen, I tell my bosses every day, and it's their decision to do what they want to do with it. They say if it's not in writing, nothing's going to happen, so I wrote a letter. I snitched on this dude, because you can't hurt anybody. Like, God forbid he does hurt somebody. This guy's clearly sick, and it's just like, we can't do anything about it until we have it in writing. And it's just like, well, here it is in writing. And, like, my boss was going to keep his fucking mouth shut, like, just because he didn't want to lose anybody and ended up losing me to COVID. So, I'm at work with COVID, having a look at this guy chase after this landscaper and try and fuck him up. And uh, they go, my boss goes, man, he's not going to be happy till someone knocks his ass out. I'm like, who do you think is going to hurt him? He's Russian. They eat their kids. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a harsh society, okay? We're American. We complain about uh, uh, bullshit. Russians don't complain about anything. Their their bullshit is like, I don't have, you know, we were like, Instagram has been down for like half an hour. And in Russia, they're like, yeah, I haven't had food in like a week. So we're not exactly cut from the same cloth. He would, he's going to clearly hurt somebody before they hurt him. So I saw that. And then as I'm at work with the Rona, I'm giving you guys all the preface to where I'm at right now. This I don't even know if I'm going to do topics because the best thing about COVID I'll say is I had the time off. I still have the time off and, uh, I don't give a shit about anything. 
anything in the media, nothing matters. And I'll get back to that. So anyway, I'm at work with the Rona. And of course, comes to the conversation. I'm on the dock and Alex decides to talk to me. And like, he's just like the, the dude I've mentioned before. He's a fucking nut. He's a kook. Um, and he's just like, man... Uh, I forgot even what the conversation was about, but basically it led to like vac- vaccines and mandates and all that stuff and just like how he wasn't about that. And he's just like, man, like, and I just explained my side of it because if you're if we're having a conversation about that, we're going to indulge in a conversation. And like, I can't just be like, I, I you know, I, I, I can't fuck with you on that. So for some reason, it just activates me to be like, just to answer the question seriously, but also not give you too much information. Like where, you know, like I don't want to get into an in-depth conversation with you at work while I'm loading my truck about vaccine mandates. So, you know, basically he doesn't like him. I don't like him. What do you fucking do? And he was just like, man, and like I, I load up my truck to go on my route and I go out. My boss calls me, says, come back. And basically I had to do something else. And then as I'm going to my case, he's just like, man, Steve, it was a really good talk outside, man. He's like, you know, I'm really glad, you know, uh you know, we're on the same, we're like, we're on the, we're, we're on the same team. And it's just like, I was like, get away from me. I don't want to talk. I was like, I have a route to pull down, basically trying to like evade that conversation. Cause like we're outside and he goes, Oh man, I'm glad we can see eye to eye on vaccine mandates. He goes, what are your parents? Like, you know, Re- Republican or Democrat. And I was just like, what? Like, I'm not going to tell you, like, you know, my parents are from fucking Long Island. They're like, they're like, they're Republicans. And then, you know, I'm just like, he's like, but what are you? And I'm like, I don't like either or I was like, I just think it's stupid to tell somebody what to do because the things are already out there. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. And if they, they're, you know, they're going to find ways to skirt around it. So you putting mandates, you know, whatever. See how tiring that gets. It's so like, ugh. like what team do you play for, dude? And it's like, God, who gives a fuck? You should go catch COVID. Go catch COVID. Who cares? Go catch it. I don't know. I'm just like, let's the, the cause the conversation of vaccine mandates is so uninteresting now because all right. Catching COVID, like, all right, so I'm I'm so discombobulated. I had like bad anxiety today. I don't know why. It's just because I've been out of work and I've been in my room, so I'm just like chilling. And like today was the one day, I like you know, uh, I ran to the bank, and that was it was like just nice to get out of the house because I so and I haven't been out of the house and uh, basically you know. New Year's Eve comes, I leave work, and then the next day my girlfriend and I want to hang out, but I'm, I'm fucking in the throes of being sick and just, like, dealing with a lot of uh, existential shit, and um, I go get tested on New Year's Day, and I test positive, basically, so I've been in the house for a week, and my the, the postal nurse called me and said I can't go back to work till the 14th, so now I'm out of work for another week, and I get paid for all this time, but it feels like I'm getting away with murder by having all this free time off just to do whatever. I'm learning Bill Evans now on the piano. Do another podcast, got it on Apple, producing music, so I'm being productive, but it's like, it gets weird when you're just like, I'm in the house, and like, I'm working out again and everything, but I've just been in the house, and COVID has made me not want to care about a goddamn thing, whether they're vaccine mandates, or, you know, who, uh, who's doing what, like, I used to get up, I get up in the morning, I Google Joe Biden, or Anthony Fauci, or whatever, and I'm just like, why, who cares, like, it doesn't matter, they're gonna do what they do anyway, so what the fuck do you care so much about this shit for? And then, like, people owning each other. Like, even going on Instagram to get an escape, Michael Rappaport pops up and he's like, remember a year ago on January 6th when the riot happened, Dick Stain Donald? And you're like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you need to get a life. Like, I, it's your Instagram to do what you want, but it's just, like, you going down that path of caring about another man so much is, is like, 
you're you're laughable. You're cute. You're cute as I sip whiskey. But yeah, I've been in the house with my mom and my sister all week, and like my mom gets like really phlegmy and it's like gross. She's like coughing up and like if she coughs or sneezes or blows her nose and you give her a look as if like go do that shit somewhere else because I find it repugnant she's like how dare you how dare you get offended by my phlegm and it's like what like you know that universally that shit is gross like if my girlfriend did that I'd be like that is fucking disgusting she'd probably say the same to me she sees me picking my nose from time to time she's probably like this gross fat fingered motherfucker right (laughs) she's just nodding her head like yeah Uh, she's like yeah i'm real you fat fingered motherfucker (laughs) so i've been dealing with that all week and then you know just being in the house with them and uh dealing with um a lot of personal shit and like personal shit i mean like nothing like by i mean like possibly I'm, i'm possibly moving to brooklyn soon so that's another thing that's on my plate that is another thing that is on my plate and i'm excited for it so I learned that this week and then just like being out of work a little longer and uh, yeah, I, I just have not cared about a thing, which is nice. It's nice. Oh, COVID does not make you care. Let's see what do I have down here. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. I was going to talk about this topic. I don't even want to talk about it, but. Basically, my girlfriend and I were having a conversation this week, and uh, we were talking about, like, flaky people, and uh, how that person out, like, that, that's a flaw, like, just being late to everything, and how somehow it became, like, a personality trait, like, oh, she's just a flake, like, that's part of a personality, it's like, <laughs> that's not good, it's not good to be a flake on plans, man, it's like, yeah, that's just Jen, she doesn't commit to plans, that's just who she is, it's like, no, like, that'd be like, at some point, you gotta cut that person off. See, that's the issue with this with this day and age is people are too forgiving of people's shortcomings. Cause like even have you heard? I don't know if anyone's heard about this, but like, um, maps, which is like minor attracted persons, like people, it's pedophiles basically. People who are attracted to kids. It's like they're trying to. They're not trying to be like that's a flaw. It's a personality trait and. Uh, you know, it's it's like they're equating it to being gay, basically, where it's like they you you don't decide whether you're gay or not. You're just born that way. So it's like you don't decide if you want to fuck kids or not. You're just born that way. And it's just like, <laughs> where do you draw the line where it's like clearly that person needs help? It's like, no, they're allowed to live their life among society because we're the they're like we're the downtrodden. It's this crazy nonsensical horseshit that at some point you have to decide, OK, I'm out. I hope Patton Oswalt's out, too. He got embarrassed because, like, not even embarrassed. He was just justifying why he was performing with Dave Chappelle last week and then wrote a whole apology where it's like, he still has some growing up to do this and that, like, but I still went and performed in arena. Because, you like, why? You'll never be an arena act? Not like a comedian should strive to be an arena act, but it's like, it's just placating to your fan base because, God forbid, you lose a few, like, a few fans for not, for having a set of balls. Like, no one cares that you're performing with Dave Chappelle, so it's, like, it's for the people in his comments who are, like, you fucking transphobe. It's, like, I... <laughs> that's not the case. 
So, you know, I hope, uh, I wonder what Pat Oswalt's thoughts are on minor attracted people, you know, where he's like, nah, it's fine. I totally get it. I'm open-minded. You're not. And it's just like, all right, cool. I hope you're, you feel the same stance when someone on one of maps hits on your daughter, dude. Like they have like the gay pride, like they're trying to do like their take on the gay pride, on the gay pride flag. It's insane. And it's insane that it's being talked about seriously. It's, uh, I don't like it. I like it. That's my take. I don't like it. No, because it's just like it's not. It's insane. Like we could all agree, pedophile. Like no one likes a fucking pedophile. <laughs> Dude, listen. You can't choose who you want to fuck. All right, man. Hey. Okay. Fair. I, I'm not. I'm not the map. I'm just saying. Good luck. I fucking come near my kid. I'll fucking put a bullet in your head. My imaginary kid. If a map comes near my kid, the imaginary bullet will go in their head. All right. Anyway. Uh. What else do I have here? Taking pride in doing your own shit. Yeah. I don't know. Ghislaine Maxwell's guilty. Don't ever be any justice for that. No one will go to jail for that. No one will ever go to jail. Like, she's the one who's taking the fall for this. It's like all these powerful people who were involved in the honeypot situation. They're not... Yeah, I don't know how far the case is going to go, but... Who watches the Watchmen? These are like people in powerful governments, and... does any, what, what, what does happen to them? Well, they should go to jail, right? But they don't. So when you see that, it's like, are you surprised by the outcome? People just talk and talk and talk. Everyone has an opinion about something, but nothing ever gets done. Um, like I, like I, I went and like people I like, like musicians I like, they'll post tweets from uh, like I saw one like Questlove pro- posted from to- uh, Torre, which is like young his his Instagram his Twitter is Young Daddy. Cringe. Uh, but he's just like. I take I'll take in any point I don't care if I can re- if I if I can find a way to agree with it for sure but like I also don't like being talked at so he was just like making a bunch of talking points and it was like this is this this is that this is this like you know whatever it's like in regards to like January 6th was this and this is that with like no nuanced detail to like his tweet and it's just like he's talking to people telling him like this is what it is like there is no other like side to see it's like these are the facts of the situation based on these heavy bend topics and that's a tweet about it. And it's just like, do people think before they talk? And like, it's, it's to show like what side you're clearly on. It's like, where like in your bio, you have like vaxxed and it's just like, no, like who cares? Who like, I, we're really high off our own ego these days. And that's what like the great thing about being home has been like, as much as I'm having stress about like not getting back to my regular life and not seeing people in my life. I don't care. I've been watching Scrubs. I don't care about what's going on out in the world. It's it's so pointless. I've been watching, re-watching Scrubs, and I'm like, yo, I love this fucking show. So good. So good. There are some cancelable jokes in that show, but I'm not going to snitch. Go ahead and find them yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Go find them yourselves. Stay off the weed. Mm-hmm. Stay off the weed. <clears throat> Am I right? So, let's see. Yeah. I was like, you know, you know, it's, I, uh, I'll get to that at the end. Yeah, I, I'm going to talk about, so I'm going to talk about an old article. Um, because this made me laugh. Christopher Noth, if you guys don't know him, he's from Sex in the City. Uh, Law and Order. Law and Order, dude. You're from Law and Order. And he got, uh, he got caught with a couple of sexual sexual assault allegations 
I guess, uh, you know what? Let's look it up. I fucking didn't pull anything up because I was like, I have nothing to talk about, but I'm going to pull it up. Christopher, nah. Uh, me too. <laughs> I, I'm going to type that in and something will come up. Yep, Christopher Noth, Me Too case. Third accusation of sexual assault. All right, let's read about this. I like Christopher Noth. Well, don't we all like acting? We all like Woody Allen, right? <laughs> Whatever. Christopher Noth, Me Too case. A third woman has come forward with allegations of sexual assault against Sex and the City actor Christopher Noth in what the 67-year-old has called categor- categorically false claims. Two separate accounts of women accusing him of similar misconduct have already come in come to light this week, taking him into the fold of the hashtag MeToo movement. The latest allegation against North of Assault comes via a statement given to the Daily Beast publication under an anonymity, of course, retelling an incident dating back to 2010. The survivor alleges North... Oh, North sexually assaulted her when she was 18 and working as a hostess at a Manhattan restaurant. North and the woman became acquainted at the restaurant, which the former would often visit. She recalls he groped her, remembers him pressing her onto his erection. Wow. When they were once talking in graphic detail, she recounts, recount, recounts, recounts, stay off the weed recounts another night when he confronted her in the restaurant at the end of her shift and despite her repeated refusals attempted to penetrate her she escaped that night and says my limbs hurt in the morning (laughs) mr big All right, the damaging allegations against Noth come to the wake of, yo, it's, uh, what a time, what a time. Is this, like, is it all planned to get hype for, like, Sex and the City? It's like, now I, like, hearing stuff like this makes you want to go watch Sex and the City, unfortunately. Travis Scott, Astro World Fest, I put on Travis Scott the next day. I was like, damn, like, yo, this shit really would make you want to fucking kill somebody at a show. It's crazy. His, I, I get it. No, no well, I get it. What do you mean? Dude, I am so fucking stoked. The weed. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, Trav's music, it hits a certain way, and he has the energy. That was my point. So I was like, I gotta, for some reason, the next day, I just felt I had to put on his music. I don't know why. Who's in all three albums? Uh, so, the damning allegations against Noth came in the wake of his return to character as Mr. Big on the iconic Sex in the City. Okay, so anyway. Yeah, he's been called after Me Too, but it's funny what Me Too does to Long Island women. My sister was just like, he could Me Too me. I don't care. He could, he could do that to me. And I'm like, all right, Dana. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. He could throw me around, throw me in the mud. I don't care. I'll fucking get dirty with Christopher Noth. <laughs> I'll let him drink a 40 right off the fuck. I'll let him crack a 40 open on my head and then drink it. <laughs> See, so some people, this woman, Dana, my sister Dana, should have been the woman at the uh, restaurant that night, is what I'm saying. Uh, all right, what else do I have here? Uh, oh, we saw One World Religion Church opens up in Abu Dhabi. Um, but only Muslims and Christians are allowed. How is it a one world religion? Let's see. Let's read about this one world religion, uh, one world church. By the way, my mom would probably agree with my sister too. She'd be like, yeah, Christopher Noth can totally fucking throw, like put me in a dog cage, tarred, feather me, just have his way. I don't care. He's so goddamn hot. 
And I was like, that's the family I grew up with. This is who I've been quarantined with. These are the people I've been fucking quarantined with. Um, what? Where's the church? I saw an article about it. Uh, uh, either way, I think the, I think the point of it was, okay, I gotta Google it, because I know I saw it, only Christians and Islam. News, blaming Israel, top Christian blame. I don't even know. Okay, anyway, I can't find about this shirt, so fuck it. There is no one world church. I saw... Dude, alright. I know I saw this shit. I gotta see uh, Aubrey Marcus. Let me go look at his Instagram. Right winger! No. By the way, it's funny. That's funny, too. Um... Sorry, my girlfriend texted me. Um, fuck. Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, I saw Aubrey Mar- I, I So anyway, yeah, back to like... I'll round out with this. I'll round out with that. That'll, that'll find its way. Okay, here we go. One World Religion Headquarters set to open next year. Yes! Found it. Um, so basically, a One World Religion Headquarters set to open in 2022. The headquarters will be called the Abrahamic, the Abrahamic Family House and is being built on an island in the middle eastern city of abu dhabi the headquarters is being done in collaboration with pope francis and sunni sunni muslim leader sheikh amen al taib after they both signed a global peace covenant called the document of human fraternity for world peace i love how they didn't include any uh well the funny thing is is like basically his point is like i i love how there's like a one world religion, like a one world religion place, like the Pope and this um, sheik came together, but no, no, no Jews, no, you know, uh, no Buddhist, no Taoist, no, nothing else. It's just those are the only two that are important that are merging together. <laughs> They're like, the Jews have everything. We don't need them in another thing. Okay. They already have a lot. They have a lot. That was their point. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, that seems so new old, or, I mean, cool for world peace, but it's like, when you only include two religions, you're like, okay, is it really for a world, a fraternity of world peace, or who's the fraternity? The Catholics and the Muslims. Who knows? Whatever. Good luck with that. I'm never going, when am I ever going to go to Abu Dhabi and see that shit? <laughs> when am I ever going to go to Abu Dhabi and see that shit, do you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's. Mm. All right. What else we got? One world religion, yeah, we hit that on the head, you know. We have a DA of New York now, the new DA of New York. Apparently, he's not going to be tough on crime. Okay, so here's the conspiracy, or the conspiracy, or uh, truth-seeking, as uh, Oliver Stone put it on Joe Rogan's podcast today. Um, I love seeing headlines. Okay, so basically... uh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway, like Oliver Stone called it truth seeking. So basically there's a the, there's a word out there that George Soros, George Soros, he's uh funding all these progressive DAs in these liberal cities and it's what's causing a lot of the crime to happen. Is this recording? Oh, thank God. Wait. Is it going?
Yes. Oh my god. I was bugging. I was like, yo, what's happening? The podcast hasn't recorded at all. Stay off the weed. That Astro Club bud hit different. So anyway, the conspiracy is there's a lot <laughs> back to my point. Uh back to the program. <laughs> um there's a district so all these district attorneys, progressive district attorneys in like California, all these like liberal cities, uh, apparently they're being funded by George Soros and um, they're not tough on crime and they're basically trying to destroy these cities or like just like bring down, I don't know, just like make it like a place where it's not safe to go. I've been to Brooklyn, I've been to Manhattan, I walk, you know, I have had no bad experiences yet. I've heard stories of people having other experiences, my girlfriend being one of them. But this is the thing of living in a city. God, you sound like Seth Rogen, you piece of shit. I'm just saying it's a highly populated area where things could go down. So, uh, anyway, this new DA for New York, I was like, I knew this shit was going to come here because if you saw the cuck, like, from out from LA, who's the DA there, he's like, to roll around with pigs, like, when you roll around with pigs, you get dirty, and he's like, that wasn't any indicate. like, you could have, what a poor choice of words to talk about, to answer a question about cops, as my father would say, when you roll around with a pig, you get dirty, so, um, it's funny, so basically, let's read the headlines, Fox News, new Manhattan DA ripped by police union leader business owner, giving criminals a checklist, new Manhattan DA won't prosecute prostitution, resting, resisting arrest, some burglaries, start impeachment now, the five host taps New York's fury, New Yorker's fury over new DA, former police commissioner warns a new Manhattan DA soft crime approach, uh, start a recall election now. So basically this guy has, he's already, he's coming in, uh, not looking good. Um, a lot of fear mongering in that. Sorry, I'm entering a text. Truly don't care. I'm truly cool with it. Um, yeah, my girlfriend goes, would you be mad if I posted a booty pic on IG? It's going to be funny. And I'll go for it. I'm truly okay with it, even though I call her ass out every time she posts something sexy, cleavage. Her, she's looking hot, looking like a hot Latina in Brooklyn, and she's like, you know, just like posting on IG. I'm like, what if I did that? You know, I was like, oh, look at me. I, I don't, you know, I don't find myself that good looking. But, you know, she tells me how good looking. She fills me with a lot of confidence. So what if I just went ahead and just was posting slutty pics? She'd be like, yo, she gets tied to me for like, she'll get tied to me for liking other, like for liking, um, other women's pics. Like I've spoken about before. I don't know what the point of that was. That was, there was no point to that. Jesus Stay Christ. off the weed. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. I'm, that's whatever. Who cares? Let her post a pic. I don't care. I'm like freaking out. Let her post a pic. I don't care. I've just been in the fucking house for 10 days with COVID. God damn it. God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that combination. But anyway, yeah. So this New York DA. My issue with people like this is like if this George Soros thing is true. Because let's face it. People in high places have a lot of money and they decide to do what they want with their money. And that is either destroy economies or whatever it is. The CIA has been involved in this shit. You could read all about it, but it just sucks that like 
you hear all this great music, right? Like I listen to Bill Evans and it's, he's, you know, he's from New York and like, I listen to skating in Central Park and it's like, that came out of like New York and people, if this DA really wants to go light on crime or just like diminish it, cause like, listen, it's up to people to keep their, like their area clean. You know what I'm saying? Like I go to Brooklyn, I like, I don't blame anyone who's running Brooklyn for like there being garbage on the ground. It's like people shouldn't toss garbage on the ground, but because they have no self-respect in turn, they say fuck everything else and just throw shit around. But like also the light on crime thing. It's like your New York's a beautiful place. And I hate to see people destroy it. And rents become so insane that like people like me who lived here my whole life just can't afford to live here anymore. And you make it a place not even that I even want to be at. Like I, I'm going to live in Brooklyn and I'm going to love it and everything, but it's just like it, the sense of like people not giving a shit, like the elites not giving a shit about like central park or Washington square park or like the Greenwich or like the West village or Greenwich village, like all, all these jazz clubs, comedy clubs, like all this art that comes out of the city with all these beautiful people. And they're just like, we could give a fuck about your clubs, your shit. We're going to destroy your shit and we don't care. And it's like that to me disheartens me. So it's just a bummer to see like if this is true, where all this shit's gonna like not be like it's like New York's gonna kind of, kind of become a hellhole. It that like that sucks. Cause like I have a cousin who lives in Brooklyn and this and that. And he's a young kid and it's just like allowing kids. Like I asked my dad, he lived in the Bronx. To go, you know, at what age did you go like out and about? in running and running the streets and this and that and he goes well we had like a seven block radius and we knew like stops on the train i went to the city with my father we took a train together so like over time you develop a trust of like running around with your friends he's like we were four stops from yankee stadium so it's like that and it's just like thinking of doing that today with like if i had a kid and we lived in brooklyn i said he's like dad i'm gonna go hang out with my friends i'm gonna catch the four i'll be like i i don't i have i would have to trust that he'd be okay which is fucking crazy because it seems like things are so heightened now. And that's what I mean when I say I don't give a shit about shit with COVID. Like when having COVID, it's like I don't care like about the noise, like all this overhyped, sensationalized shit. Like, yeah, things happen in New York, but is it as crazy as people make it out to seem? It's I, I mean, maybe, but I haven't seen it. So I don't know. It's just like a matter of, I guess, being in the moment. And um, yeah. It's just fucking crazy. Like, it's just fucking crazy, dude. Like, yeah, I'm learning Bill Evans now. And I'm just like, that came out of New York. Like, all this beautiful art that came out of New York in this, you know, in, in a certain time. And it's just like, no, like, it seems like you love it, but have no respect for it. And that's an issue. People want to live in the metaverse. They want to argue in the metaverse. Good. And take your protests there. Take your riots there. No one gives a fuck. Go buy a fake land, and all of a sudden, you'll, there will be less protest outside, and then more in the metaverse. Like it's be, it'll be cool in the metaverse to see. Now your avatar could just like you do on Twitter. You could just shout on somebody at Facebook with your avatar, like in the metaverse. It's just like you're Wendy. That like the 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 uh, fucking what's the bitch's name? The uh, mascot. That's the word. Stay off the weed. The mascot Wendy just yelling at some like that, like the Hamburglar about like social, about like uh, you know, maps and shit in the metaverse. It's like where are people dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> good, keep that shit there, bro. Like they, the metaverse is perfect, coming at a perfect time where it's like you can't own anything real outside, so own all the fake shit on the inside. Go buy fake land, and it's all operated through like an app or like whatever it is. So it's like. 
I bet if someone buys something in like your metaverse area, the money just shows up in your actual Chase account or your Coinbase wallet. But it's like, is that even tangible money? Because it's like, it's all digital. It's all digital currencies. So it's just a number. So does, does it even matter? Does it even matter to like an accumulated wealth? I can't wrap my head around that stuff. Like just like an NFT, what? I sound like a boomer. And like that was, uh, I didn't even mention this in the podcast a few weeks ago. That dude, Ray, shouldn't have said his name he's coming on the podcast he he heard my episode about me shitting on emo music of today and we're gonna have a discussion about it. he's gonna be on but he, he you know when he makes a joke about me being old a part of me does have a hard time dealing with that because just getting older is hard like trying to do something prevalent and then getting older it's hard but it's, it's good to do at a time when you don't give a shit because i don't give a shit i have i know there are people out there who like Maybe you're like seeing that I'm posting this podcast and they're people that I've known from a past life and they don't listen to it or they shit on it or they listen to it like this is fucking bullshit. Whatever they want to do, that's fine. I don't care. Like they can always hit me up. My phone's open. I'm not opposed to talking to anybody, but like when you call me, like, so when he says like, oh, you're old, like at that time, my beard was huge. I haven't gotten a haircut in like almost two months. So I'm just like, <laughs> he's like, you're old. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm spiraling. <laughs> So he's just like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm 30 doing this podcast. Like, bro, do people want to hear what the fuck I have to say? And the great thing about posting this is not, like, the great thing about posting this and not expecting any listenership in return, I'll, I'll promote it. Hopefully people gather on. I just, but not, I guess the point is, like, not paying attention to it. It's perfect because I do enjoy, I do enjoy doing this because I, my, I feel better now that I've talked. And maybe that's it. I just have all these thoughts and like no one in my house wants to hear me because my parents see me as like the middle child, the kooky child where it's like, God, what is what is Steven Jr. doing now? You know, like I'm like the joke kind of, even though I work my fucking ass off and do things like, bitch, you play Bill Evans. Fuck you. So I'm just like to not be taken seriously. You're kind of like, oh, cool. I got to talk for almost an hour and express all the things that I want to talk about. But yeah, Ray called me old and I was just like, he was kidding, but it's just like. Ah oh, shit! Like yeah, a part of you, a part of you hits you where you're like, you are thirty, and then my girlfriend's like, "What are you talking about? Thirties the new 20. And I'll run with that till the day that I die. I'll run with that. I'll just be like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Thirties the new 20. <laughs> I wish I was this way when I was twenty. And you know what? She's right. Yes, yeah, so I'll fuck you, Ray. Yeah, he's coming on the podcast. He's like, uh, "Dude, Underworld's not what they used to be." And I'm like, "Well, you're sadly mistaken, my friend. You're fucking sadly mistaken." And I'll probably convince him to come to the concert, and we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> he's gonna come on the podcast he'll be on in a couple weeks and we'll have a discussion i look forward i haven't seen that kid in a minute uh, he lives out in bumblefuck but he's gonna come through mm. cheers to everyone in the new year i guess the anxiety by the way came from to wrap this podcast up in a way to round up my thoughts on this I feel guilty not going to work because my symptoms happened last week and I worked when I had COVID. So basically now I'm just home doing shit and I'm like, should I just go back to work? And they're like, don't go back to the 14th. And I'm like, oh, so just more time off. So I'm just sitting here guilt-free, feeling good, working on shit. And I'm like, I feel like I can get away. I feel guilty that like I'm sticking my job with this right now because I know they're shorthanded, but I'm just like, everyone's getting hit with the Rona right now. Everyone's getting it. So that was sitting sitting with me today. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. All right. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why it bothered me so much. My coworker is just like, yeah, why do you care? Like, I, if, if she, like she's convincing me to stay out longer. She was just like, you're going to come back Friday? It's going to snow Friday. Why do you want to come back Friday? And I'm like, you're telling me this. You're the one at work and you're telling me to stay out longer. All right. Doctor's orders. 
So I've just been home, and I feel really good at the end of this episode. Oh, man. Yeah. So, but you know what's great about people, like, about, so I, like, reading headlines. So there's a new Twitter app called Getter. New, not a new version of Twitter, but, like, basically on Rogan's podcast, whenever he discusses an alternative to, like, YouTube or an alternative to Twitter or Instagram, it's like you got Rumble and Parler. And then, you know, now with Twitter, you have Getter. And the thing is, is like all these uh, other apps, they the media automatically smears them as like right wing, alt right, you know, conservative areas where like they get to have they get the chance to talk and have free speech, which is like insane because it's like okay, they automatically smear something because they want to discredit it. So it's like Getter is for conservative alt right people. So like, and it's like that's not true people are getting banned off Twitter, like, okay, a Dr. Rogan recently had on, um, Dr. Robert Malone, who's the creator of the mRNA vaccine, and basically, um, trying to, they, they, you know, they banned him off Twitter, and this guy is deep and entrenched in the government, and he got banned off Twitter for his, I guess, his tweets, obviously, and, um, the episode, Rogan's episode got pulled from there, clips from his, you know, his YouTube with his, like, Robert Malone's uh, episode, the clips from the Rogan episode, Robert Malone got pulled from YouTube, and they're trying to silence this guy, and in, in, in history, whenever you try to silence, whenever someone who's speaking something that you don't like and you try to silence them, usually there's some nugget of truth in there. I mean, they killed Aristotle, right? Was it Aristotle? Didn't he say, we don't, the sun doesn't revolve around us, but we revolve around the sun? Is it Aristotle? Now I got a fact. I can't put this out. And then, yes, Aristotle was a Greek philosopher. And polymath during the classical Delphino. Little is known about his life rather than one. No, 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 no. Okay. The father of logic, the father of biology. What happened? How'd he die? I got. I feel like it was him. Natural. Okay. Was it Socrates? Damn, bro. Stay off the weed. Uh, views on women. <laughs> Aristotle's analysis of procre procreation describes an active and ensouling masculine element bringing life to an, inert, to an inert passive female element. On this ground, proponents of feminist metaphysics have accused Aristotle of misogyny. <laughs> Oh, how'd he die? Where is legacy? Uh, where's his death? Okay. Maybe. Let's see. Is it Socrates? I'll look up this one guy. I gotta see. Socrates, also a Greek philosopher. Okay. Legacy. Okay, uh, who said the, the sun, we, uh, we revolve around, if this is, if I'm right, if it was Aristotle, uh, oh, Galileo, I was so fucking off. Stay ah, off whatever. the weed! Yeah, basically he was accused of heresy. Okay, now I'm seeing it. Alright, yeah, so he was killed for telling, the, you know, for saying the truth. So, they, they automatically... The media will automatically just paint people in a bad light 
because they don't like what they say. And they've been doing this for forever. The 50s, 60s, it was more conservative country then. So like, and you didn't get the news the way you did then. We're on a 24-hour news cycle. You have Instagram. You could pull up Michael Rappaport reporting the news to you right away. Whereas in that time, you got the news in little sound bites, and people believed whatever they were told because it was on a smaller scale. It was much, much more controlled. And um, so this guy, Robert Malone, has been getting banned, and then Rogan moved to Getter, and basically they were just like, let me read the headline. Joe Rogan joins conservative Twitter Getter. Let's see. Joe Rogan. Uh, news. Um, Joe Rogan is right. Okay. Yep, YouTube pulled it. Is Joe Rogan a Republican? Joins, uh... There you go. Joe Rogan has set up an account at the conservative social media service Getter just in case he gets booted from Twitter, like, Joe Rogan joins Getter, a MAGA alternative to Twitter, following the Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene's ban. That's the issue, man. They lump everything in with MAGA, just to discredit it, MAGA, conservative, it's just like people, Glenn Greenwald, all these liberal people are getting banned off, like, they get strikes on Instagram and Twitter, and they're just like, they're joining these conservative networks, it's like, well, people need to be able to talk. And when you don't allow them the opportunity to talk, they are going to find somewhere else to get it can't just murder somebody anymore because it's all too suspect but um yeah i just love how people talk people try to discredit anything and like which brings me to my point of like you know like i said people listen to the episode that i know who hate on me fine like episodes of the podcast and they like they don't like me because of whatever personal squabbles we have i love you i hope we figured it out i'm still here my phone's open you got my number but like i just thought about this time and vaccine mandates right to round out this episode and just like uh how building your own shit is way more um way more fruitful than getting it from somebody else now i'm not saying not to work for anybody else like what i mean is like you could work for anybody else and get experience get knowledge get game and also be building your own shit you don't ever want to just work for somebody else and not invest in yourself because one day that thing could be gone. That's someone you were relying on somebody for. And then all this time you spent for them, you spent not on yourself. Literally T-Pain and I had the same linear thought because he posted about it. on He posted on his Instagram the other day. He posted the same message where it's like people are so worried about like getting something from somebody else that they forget to build their own shit up. Like I had an internship. I was in the internship competition with the Legion of Skanks. You know, I I had opportunity to drive Luis J. Gomez home. I gave him a ride. It was an awesome conversation. We smoked a joint together, talked shit for an hour. It was like my own personal podcast. And I don't dislike to do it at all. Like, you know, like you would think because I didn't win the competition, I would be bitter. But like, no, everyone there, it's all love. I love them. Like. I've been in contact with, like, the executive producer of the network, network, but, like, I'm just saying, it's, like, if I were to work for Gas Digital and not build my own thing, what would I have right now? I'm, I'm six episodes in, and no one listens to this, or a few people listen to this, but, like, that's where all this shit starts, so, like, you think about building your own thing, and people get mad at that because they're just, like, you're independent, and they're stuck to something, and it's really important to build your own shit, and, like, I'll, I would work for Lewis one day, but also keep doing this. I interned at a fucking music studio, Voodoo Studios, to put him on blast, because I don't like this dude. And I don't really uh, assign myself to intern work, because I feel like intern work is disrespectful. 
I'm there to learn how to do something better. I've spent my first couple years of my life producing music in my room, learning how to mix, learning how to basically try to master myself and like master my tracks myself and like play piano and everything. So I went to this dude's studio. The first day I went there, I was so hyped for it. It was in COVID. So you're like getting out of, you're getting out of COVID and everything. And you're just looking for any opportunity to build your own shit or like get in the game because it feels like COVID took the air out of your wings. And like, I went to this dude's studio and it was a cool day. We were hanging out and everything. And like, I met some like lead singer or some band and, uh, met the engineers there and they're cool guys. But like basically at the end of the night, I went to get pizza. He sent me out to get pizza and I sat there. I got back with the pizza, had a slice, right? I'm sitting there. He leaves the studio. He's like, I'll be right back. Left me sitting there for 45 minutes. I was ready to go to the studio every fucking day. That's how sure I was of this thing. I was like, I'm going to get myself in here. And he sat me, he kept me sitting there by myself for 45 minutes. His girlfriend had to tell me to go home. It wasn't even him. It was his girlfriend who said, oh, what are you still doing here? Like, surprised that I was still there. So, like, this intern shit is bullshit because it's, like, knowing my energy and, like, the time I have and, like, what I would give to a job, especially one that I really want to do, you have the disrespect to have me sit there for close to an hour when I have an hour and a half drive home. So, like, I don't... And, like, it, it pissed me off. Like, I was in rage tears driving home talking to my girlfriend. And it was just, like that intern shit is bullshit to me because it's just like you have me doing grunt work but not really learning anything you like I'm sitting here watching but like you're not letting me like you're not really letting me be in the game it's just like a lot of grunt work it's like well somebody's got to start somewhere and it's like I now that I'm talking about it I'm like I understand not having someone run all over your board and touch shit or whatever it is but it's like you want to include the people like as an intern like you want to have me learning the shit so when I do at some point become assistant engineer or whatever it is I know what to do as opposed to being like no you just have me make, make pots of coffee and sit on the back couch for two years he, he the intern before me did it and then the intern bef- you know before him you know did it so I do it it's a rite of passage I hear my mom coughing downstairs right now it is boy it is something else and basically i gave this guy mike the knowledge about a pod you know what the fuck a podcast was you know what the joe rogan experience was or your mom's house none of that bullshit it wasn't until i said something that he was like i think i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna start like live streams and stuff like that he's like steve like you know what what was it you said that like you know how can i broadcast like basically taking knowledge off of me and then like building his own thing and it's like I don't know, dude, like, you're a biter, and, like, people like that, it's, like, so my point is, is, like, you can invest your time in the wrong people, but it's better to invest in yourself. God, this is a fucking, this is a TED Talk, this podcast. COVID rules! COVID rules! So, that's all I have to really say this week. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. I look forward to my future guest coming on, Raymond. I'll have my girlfriend on as well at some point when I have more space and more microphones and gear. But, um, yeah, looking at my list and that's it. So, uh, everyone stay safe out there. My 10-day quarantine is almost up. I have another week to go. I'm going to continue to learn Bill Evans and uh, invest in yourself, okay? 
and F all the haters, dude. And whoever's talking at you, tell them to suck a fat one, dude. Tell them to come find my mom and suck a fat one. So anyway, I don't know what that means, but... Stay off the weed! And have a good night. Guys, I forgot to add this, because I added the episode abruptly. Ended the episode abruptly. Jesus Christ. Just wanted to do quick plugs. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Google Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts, no longer on SoundCloud. Uh, follow me on Instagram at I am Steve. Follow me on Twitch at I am Steve too. And go to my Spotify and listen to the music. Share the shit. Shall I live? High class cooks, no one vests out of phone.
notebook. Infirmary niggas are screaming, I got shoes. Sharpen toothbrushes, 190 mix with baby oil and shit. Your man's in the kitchen stashing ice picks. While well, I'ma end this with a big red cherry on top. Me, Nas, and Ray got the best product on the block. My whole team is up. Off of Throw your hands shit. up. Good shit, nigga. Next time, no Say no whatever y'all want. Keep your style. eyes open and you're wild. And you're flying. Pop, Chris, a ghost. Floating on the nines, niggas. Hit the rock.